Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. We're bringing another special episode to you here. With the upcoming possible recession, we asked five industry leaders with followings the following question. With the recession well on its way, what is one tip you would give our audience as an industry leader to survive and maybe thrive this time around? Well, you can hear their answers by tuning in, and thank you for listening. Hi, my name is Rachel Richards, also known as Money Honey Rachel, and I'm a former financial advisor. I'm a best-selling author and real estate investor, and what people find most interesting about me is that I quit my job and became financially independent at age 27, and I'm now living off over $20,000 a month in passive income. My tip to survive and thrive during a potential upcoming recession Well, what I think will be different about the next recession that we haven't seen in the last few decades is that inflation is at a 40-year high. The latest inflation report in June was 9.1%. High inflation means lower purchasing power. So in other words, your dollars today are not going nearly as far as they used to. For example, maybe last year you could fill up your gas tank with 50 bucks and now it costs you 60 bucks. So my tip would be to watch where you put your money right now because inflation can either help or hurt you. Some of the worst places to keep your money during times of inflation are number one, cash or a bank savings account. Let's say you have $10,000 in your bank savings account earning 0.01% in interest and it's been sitting there for the last year. You have actually lost money. That 10 grand has now grown to $10,001 because of the interest, but it has lost $910 worth of purchasing power due to inflation. So you really only have a little over nine grand now because your money doesn't go as far as it used to. Number two, the second not very good place to keep your money is in anything tied to interest rates. That could include longer term bonds variable rate mortgages, credit cards. Interest rates generally increase to combat inflation, as we are all now seeing. And higher interest rates hurt those three things. So what can you do as a consumer? How can we protect ourselves against inflation? Well, here are some of the winners during times of high inflation. Number one, fixed rate mortgages, because those low interest rates are locked in, and we like that. Number two, land and property. Real estate is known to be a hedge against inflation. I personally love owning and investing in real estate. My net worth has increased more in the last year because of my rental properties than because of anything else I've done. And more average men and women have become millionaires through real estate investing than through any other industry. So buy land. They're not making it anymore. Number three, commodities. Commodities are things like agricultural or manufacturing products. So think grains, beef, oil, natural gas. 
prices of these things typically rise when inflation is accelerating. Another common one is gold. Gold is very commonly used as a hedge against inflation. And lastly, here's a great one, inflation indexed bonds. So look up on Google, look up the Series I savings bond. This is a government-backed bond on the Treasury Direct website. The current interest rate is a whopping 9.62% guaranteed, and you can invest up to $10,000. You have to hold on to these bonds for at least a year, but I don't see why everyone wouldn't do this. Okay, so the takeaway, inflation is sneaky. (laughs) If you're not investing your money into something that is earning more than 9.1% right now, you're losing money. So think about where to put it right now so that you can get the most bang for your buck whenever the next recession happens. Again, my name is Rachel Richards. On Instagram, I am at MoneyHoneyRachel. And what I'd love to do for you listeners today is give you my passive income starter kit for free. So you can go to www.MoneyHoneyRachel.com forward slash passive income to download that. Hey, this is Renee Lee. I'm the founder of Subtle Agent Personal Finance on Facebook. Also find us on Instagram at Money underscore. That's Y-U-M-I money underscore. So my tip for a recession is to be proactive and cut back spending. Once you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle, I very well know it's very hard to reduce. But if you really want to weather a downturn and take advantage of its opportunities, it's all about preparation, right? So actively budget, look over your bills, make sure that emergency fund is well oiled, and really just prioritize your cash reserves. Then pay attention to your macro indicators. If we look at late 2021, when the Fed started raising interest rates, for instance, it became more expensive to borrow. And that was a sign that institutions would be taking more risk off their plate, right? Because the risk return ratio wasn't as good as before. And as we saw, it triggered a market sell-off. It started a downtrend. So similarly, figure out what signs you want to pay attention to that might indicate that the bottom is in. And with your, you know, ideally your greater cash reserves, that's when you would want to go in. Follow us for more. Our Instagram's at money underscore. That's Y-U-M-I money underscore. My name is Emmy Marigold, and I run Six Figure Finances, a Facebook group for, well, what to do with your money when you make over six figures, especially when you first start and don't know how to handle it, don't know what to do with those taxes. Really, there's a little bit of panic along with the excitement. I started the group almost five years ago when my husband and I took our income from 60 to 120 overnight. Literally, just kind of happened overnight and uh, there was panic. So (laughs) the question of what to do with a looming recession, well... My best advice for the looming recession probably isn't standard advice, like just budget more or think about good stocks. Because honestly, I feel like a lot of people my age, I'm an older millennial, have been doing that anyway. We've graduated to chaos. Uh, So my advice would actually be to go for more. There is a worker shortage, and that is only going to increase. I left accounting after more than 10 years and went into career consulting. Uh, So I work with people one-on-one or large companies hire me to tell them why no one wants to work there. And to be honest with you, my answer is normally you're not paying enough. The worker shortage, boomers retiring, we have 10,000 boomers retiring every day. A lot of people retired in the pandemic. We lost a lot of people in the pandemic. And what's left are highly qualified millennials. 
and companies that don't want to pay them for those qualifications. If I had a quarter for every time a recruiter hit up my spouse, who's a specialist in software, 17 years experience, with a income that was one fourth of what he makes, I he could retire, honestly. <laughs> My advice for this, though, is to go to your current employer and ask for more. And if they're not willing to give you more, two options. One, uh, statistics show that by going somewhere else, you're looking at about a 30% increase. Just anywhere else. The same job, a lateral move to a different company. 30% more. So get out there. Compare. Bring those comparisons to your employer if you like them. And also, depending on the type of work that you work in, if you are in the remote space at all, stack those remote jobs. Stack them. If you're in software, uh, if you're in computers at all, if you're in coding, if you're in VA work, start stacking them. If companies don't want to pay more, I think they do need to brace for not getting 40 hours out of someone because what they're paying isn't paying a lot of our bills anymore, especially as a recession is, I mean, we can say it's looming, but I feel like it's hit my household. Uh, it's, it's really not on us anymore. I feel like our generation has already budgeted and multiple jobbed and moved in with roommates or their parents or, or done whatever they can as much as we can. We're tapped out, I feel like, on what our end of what can I do to financially help myself out. Haven't most of us already done that? And we're still struggling. Many people I know want children, but can't afford them or can't envision them or are buried in student loans. So let's start putting the burden on us and start putting that back on companies that are drastically underpaying for 10, 15, 20 years experience, which millennials have. I know this is shocking since the term millennial kind of inspires a young like picture in our brain, at least for, I feel like, boomers and older people. Uh, but some millennials are pushing 40, past 40. So yeah, we're experienced professionals. Before we continue, I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to 2,700 plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Even though this podcast gets 100,000 plus downloads a month, we need your help to reach hundreds of thousands more worldwide. Please visit findinggeniuspodcast.com and click on support us. We have three levels of membership from 10 to $49 a month, including perks such as the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in, the ability to request specific topics or guests, and more. Visit findinggeniuspodcast.com and click support us today. Now back to the show. Start paying us appropriately. I fully maintain that the reason that boomers can afford to make less at their nine to five is because they have the opportunity to have investments, to buy property, you know, their stocks were worth something, geez, their savings were worth something. Like the yields that they used to be able to get by keeping stuff in savings is not something you or I are ever going to see. So we're forced to make the bulk of what we have at our nine to five and our side hustles. I'm side hustled out. How about you? I think it's time that we start demanding that companies that have seen record high profits, billions and billions more than usual, start paying out for that. Because if I hear one more Starbucks closes because some because a because a franchise is unionizing for you know decent wages and basic rights, and that Starbucks then posts another what is it forty percent high on their record profits, I'm gonna scream. And I, I'm not just calling out Starbucks here. There's a lot of them. So 
let's have these companies pay their fair share, maybe a little less 770 million a year Netflix to your CEO, and a little more payout to the people who are actually running and getting things done. So that's my recession advice. Go to your boss, go to your boss's boss, and say more or leave. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is a a pretty easy question for me to answer because I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. Um, To give you guys a little bit of context on the frame of reference as well, where I'm coming from with this is that we're really good at building sales teams and that's what we know how to do incredibly well. Over the past three years, we've built over 150 seven-figure sales teams and over 15 eight-figure sales teams. Um, we've placed over 3,000 sales reps, and I've just had the the blessing to be behind the scenes on a lot of really big campaigns as they're scaling rapidly in order to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And there's one massive commonality, which is whoever is winning is usually on the right side of the trend. So in in recessionary times, there are markets that will massively grow. And it's important just to consider where is the trend right now? And as long as you're on the right side of the trend, you'll be able to make it through pretty smoothly. Um, so for example, with us, we're very heavily uh, involved in online education, as well as we're really involved with digital advertising. And so even if the economy corrects and goes down, those two markets themselves will be growing in the process. And if you're in a growing market, it's a lot easier to keep on the upward trajectory, even when everything seems like it's coming like apart at the seams, you'll be able to make it through pretty much just fine if you are in the right market overall. If you guys are looking to figure out how to crack the code on high ticket sales, you can find us for coachingsales.com. Also, if you go to the site, we have something called the High Ticket Growth Kit, which is 12 of our best resources that we've put together. So whether you're in a position that you're just about to launch your first business, or maybe you own a business, you've been doing six figures, even seven figures for a while, and you're still looking for that extra edge to grow, how to optimize your sales process, how to get new clients, how to generate leads, appointments, and sales, then that's going to be the place for you to go. So coachingsales.com. And then once you're there, you'll check out the high ticket growth kit. And I think you'll get a lot out of it. That's a great question. Uh, Well, first off, my name is Luke Jacobsma, and I'm a a men's high-performance entrepreneurial coach in uh, Huntington Beach, California. I own and operate the group uh, California Small Businesses on Facebook. Um, And you can find me on Instagram at The Fit Model. But in in regard to the recession, so I think a lot of people get kind of caught up in the emotion of uh, what's going on with all of the news going around, with all the social media buzz going around, with all the gossip going around. It's really easy to get caught up into the emotion and feel like there's nothing you can do. Analysis paralysis can really kind of puts people in a standstill position. But what I would suggest for most business owners that I work with and any other business owner that's listening is that you need to get yourself in a position where you are making database decisions. This is the perfect time to really comb through your finances, to really comb through your deliverables, make sure that you know exactly what your costs are, um, what your expenses are, what, you, what your revenue is, and, and where you have room to, to adjust and maybe... If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. Tweak your budget a little bit. 
the people who are going to win in this recession are the ones who are not afraid to get their hands dirty. And there's going to be a lot of dirt. There's going to be a lot of turmoil. And if you just keep sifting through the dirt, keep sifting through the dirt, eventually you're going to find that gold, but you just can't quit. And emotion is going to want to tell you to stop. But that's why those database decisions are so important. So you need to know your numbers. You need to know what your target is, what your goal is, and have massive clarity. Um, because there is a lot of opportunity um, to be had in a recession if you're just looking in the right area. But again, you just have to be able to get in the dirt, not be afraid to get dirty and just keep sifting until you find that gold nugget. There's always gold in the dirt. You just have to keep looking for it. So taking the emotion out of it and uh, being very statistical with it and uh, making your decisions based on data and not emotion. So again, my name is Luke. I'm a entrepreneurial development coach in uh, Huntington Beach, California. And uh, you can find uh, my Facebook group, California Small Business Owners, on Facebook. And my Instagram is at The Fit Model. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast, now a part of the Finding Genius Foundation. Before I go, I'd like to give a special thanks to Rachel Richards, Renee Lee, Emmy Marigold, Mike Mark, and Luke Jacobsma. Thank you for your insight and contributions. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.